You are listening to The MILF Podcast for moms intent on living fit and fabulous. Fit and fabulous. This show is for real people. Real people. People who don't have the spare time to live life at the gym and those who have to balance being moms, being professionals, but also wanting to look and feel hot. Oh, heads up. This show isn't about false quick fixes. Not here. Here, we're going to help develop an actual lifestyle change, but one that's manageable along with your other responsibilities, and most importantly, one that is sustainable. You got this. So we're going to take a little time, but we're going to do it right. Are you ready? Let's go. It's time to get your sexy back through healthy and holistic fat loss and get back to being a MILF, mom's intent on living fit and fabulous. And here's your host, Andy. Hello and welcome back. You are listening to the MILF podcast and I am your host Andy. Now today we're going to be talking about something um, I guess is pretty relevant and interesting to a lot of people when they decide that they're wanting to embark on a health and fitness journey and that is learning how to make family friendly and affordable meals. Now I know that you know, um, the first thing that comes to mind when someone tells you that they want to start, you know, eating healthier or eating cleaner or or anything like that, the first thing that comes to mind is usually cutting out all of the crap, eating really bland, boring meals. It's just plain salads. It might be just plain steamed veggies, plain chicken breasts, you know, a slab of meat or, or something like that. And you know what, it really doesn't have to be like that, you know, and I think that once you go down that route, it's it's really hard to get excited about eating those meals and looking forward to eating those meals because, you know, it's, it's really not that interesting or exciting to be eating that every single time. So what we want to learn how to do is to bring that enjoyment and excitement back into looking forward to eating you those meals that you prepared so that you're not tempted to go out and buy some sort of fast food on the way home or, you know, binging on some some crap that you've got in your house because, you know, the food that you prepared, it really isn't that interesting to look at or that interesting in taste. So what I'm going to be doing today is sharing my secrets on how to make a week's worth of food when you're one on a budget, but also you want to make meals that are so delicious that everybody will want to eat them. So first of all, where would you start? So the first thing that I do um, at the beginning of my week, say on a Saturday or on a Sunday before I do the grocery shop, is I actually plan out my weekly meals by looking through a list of recipes that I want to make. And I also help you know, my partner or my husband get on board, I get my kids involved, you know, to get excited about the meals that we want to be eating for that week. Once I've done that, then I write out a shipping list. Now that might sound pretty normal, but I write out the shopping list as in exactly what I need to buy for those recipes. And this does two things. It one limits the amount of food wastage that you're going to have within the week, but two, it also stops you spending money on irrelevant stuff that one you're not going to need 
And two is just going to sit in your fridge or sit in your pantry and tempt you. Um, you know, we've, we've spoken about the food proximity rule in a previous episode. So, you know, really limiting, you know, the abundance of, I guess, processed foods or anything like that in your immediate environment is really, really important, especially if you're trying to change some habits. So, yeah, so I always will stick to a shopping list and buy only what's on that shopping list. So once I've got my shopping list ready, obviously we go off to the, the supermarket. Now, you know, we've done this for such a long time now that you learn to find where to get the best produce for the best price. We have found over the years that shopping at your local farmer's markets for all your fruit and veg will actually save you one third of your grocery bill. Now we can spend $30 and get all of our fruit and vegetables for a whole entire week as opposed to going to the supermarket where you could easily spend $70 or $80. So we always do our fruit and veg shop of a Sunday morning at the farmer's markets. And this definitely helps us keep our, helps keep us to our budget. But also, I guess it also supports your local farmers. Now, the other thing that we do is buy our meat in bulk, but we tend to buy a lot of cheaper cuts of meat so that we can utilize it in a slow cooker or a pressure cooker so that we're not spending absolutely oodles amount of money on meat, but also we can still get our great protein, lean protein sources in without spending a bucket load. So we instead opt for the cheaper cuts of meat and then cook them in our slow cooker or pressure cookers to make them more tender. And in fact, I tend to buy bulk cheaps cuts of meat, such like your mince and your um, and your chuck steak, so that you can make them into several different meals. So for an example, you know, with my mince, I will use it in a variety of ways. So I will use it for nachos and tacos and lasagna and bolognese, shepherd's pie, anything like that. Um, I find is really, really good to hiding some vegetables in, especially if you've got fussy eaters. But it, it's just a, such a versatile cut of meat. And the same goes for your chicken breasts. Um, you know, you can make lots of different stir fries and um, you can mince them down. Um, I just find it really, really useful to not always go for your really expensive cuts of meat, but to utilize those cheaper cuts and um, really make a huge variety of dishes with them. So now once obviously you've gotten home, you've got all your ingredients in front of you, it's just a simple matter of getting your food prop done. Now typically we can spend around $240 a week um, for our groceries and that will pretty much cover all of our meals except for maybe a few meals that we've planned to either eat out or, or get takeaway or something like that. So if you were to work out exactly how much say per meal that we spend um, and if you break it down so my husband and I usually typically eat about six meals a day so that's around about 84, 84 meals a week and the boys typically eat 52 meals a week give or take um, when they're either at daycare or after school care or things like that so that's a total of 136 meals a week. Now, if you were to divide our total grocery spend by 136 meals, that actually works out 
to be around $1.76 a meal. Now, I don't know about you, but where can you go and buy a complete meal that gets you your protein, it gets you your fruit and veg, and that's something that's going to help you propel you towards your goals. Where can you buy something that's cheaper than a a dollar seventy six a meal? Um, not even your cheapest fast food chain. So being healthy and eating healthy doesn't have to be expensive, and and it's definitely not expensive for us. Um, it's all about planning and preparation. So what are the type of meals that I like to incorporate into my weekly food plan? So one of my favorite and staple meals that I've had now for probably a good three years is my creamy chicken and vegetable soup. Now, my toddler loves this. Um, Cater not so much, but yeah, my toddler absolutely loves this and will dig in every single time I have this. Um, it's got a variety of vegetables in it um, that I, I blitz up and add some coconut milk in there with some vegetable stock. It's absolutely really, really delicious. Then other types of meals that we eat are things like your beef or your turkey, taco mints with hidden veggies in them. And again, I use this in a variety of meals, like your bolognese. I can use tacos and nachos and lasagnas and shepherd's pie. So you can use that mince in so many different ways that the family can enjoy. I also like to have a protein fruit smoothie in my day. Now, I usually have one of these just before I run out the door to go to work. Um, you know, I can put whatever seasonal fruit that I want in it to give it different flavors. Um, One of my favorites is actually like a pina colada type of smoothie where you use like vanilla protein and you can get that tropical fruit mix that has like your pineapple, your honeydew um, and your mango all mixed in there. You mix that up with, if you want, a little bit of almond milk and it's absolutely beautiful. So I will always incorporate some type of protein smoothie into my day. Um, I also have like a frittata, a quiche or egg cups for the kids where you can get some eggs and egg whites and cheese and milk and then put, again, some little hidden veggies in there so that it's quite delicious and it's quite nutritious. I will incorporate stir fries and casseroles like it'd be stroganoffs um, and your Thai curries. Yeah, so I also always will have a massive big salad that I incorporate so many different types of fruit and vegetables in that it's just like eating a rainbow. And let's not forget eating healthy desserts. So, you know, if you're a sweet tooth like me and you like to have something sweet after dinner, instead of hoeing into, you know, that big bowl of ice cream or a chocolate ice block or something like that, think a little bit more outside the square and what could you have that might be a little bit more nutritious. So, you know, I I look at making some crepes with some delicious seasonal fruit filling. Um, We've made chocolate mousse, chia cup puddings, and even protein chocolate oats. So there's some, just a small example of what we can usually make um, for a week within our food grocery shop and the type of variety that we actually eat through the week. Now, would you believe it that the average person 
doesn't that make that many variety of choices a week? They stick to very bland and boring, um, the same old type of meals. So I really encourage you all to go now and think about how how much variety you can bring into your food. How, how much can you make them more colourful and more interesting and more vibrant so that you look forward to eating them? This will obviously then help you stay on track to, to living a healthier lifestyle, but also help you make better options. So what are the key points to take away from this particular podcast? First of all, I want you to make sure that you keep your meals full of flavor and color. Keep them exciting. You pretty much want to look forward to eating what you've prepared every single day. If you are looking elsewhere, and even though you've bought your food, but you're looking elsewhere to go and buy something or or something like that, then you need to revisit what you're making. Second one is to get the family involved in helping to pick what you're going to eat throughout the week for dinners or for lunches and things like that. This one helps them get on board, but two, it also gets them excited because then they're actually also wanting to eat, you know, what you've all chosen as a family. Number three is to opt for cheaper cuts of meat. Use your slow cooker and your pressure cooker to its full extent. It one will help save on time, but also give you really tender meat and can also give more flavoring when you're adding, you know, spices and things like that because it infuses within that meat over a period of time. Repurpose your um, recipes with for different dishes. Like I've said, you know, I make up a massive batch of my turkey taco mints with veggies in there and I use that for, for nachos, I use it for bolognese, I use it to go um, into even loaded spuds, um, things like that. So if you can get one staple dish and then make it so versatile, um, it's really, really cool and it really saves on time. Tip number five, I like to hide my veggies within meals so you actually don't feel like you're sitting down to just a plate of plain steamed veggies. Like that is boring and if you have no emotional attachment to food, well, then that might be fine to you. But if you're a person that looks at a plate of veggies and just a, a just a slab of meat and you really don't ex- get excited to eat that every single day, then you really need to, to bring a little bit more flavor and color and pizzazz to that meal so that, yeah, you're really going to want to eat that. Number six, look for better alternatives. Swapping things out like using Greek yogurt instead of sour cream, using a low Greek, um, a low fat Greek feta instead of a high fat normal cheese, looking at changing out the types of salad dressings that you're using. You know, instead of a high calorie, high fat salad dressing, you could replace it with a better choice, such as like a balsamic vinegar or, you know, a low fat option. Replacing full fat milk with skim milk, replacing dairy milk with your highest dark chocolate so that you're making better alternatives and better choices. You can still have those things, but you're just going to be making a better and healthier choice. Now, the last thing I want you to remember is that us mums, we are the food gatekeepers of our household. 
So believe it or not, we are the strongest influences over what the rest of the family eats. So it is up to us to try and help come up with better choices, better alternatives, but not only that, to also set better examples for our children and how they are going to be eating throughout the rest of their life. Remember, they are such at such an impressionable age that what they see right now will carry them through until their later years. I don't know about you, but I think I've hit everything that I've wanted to say um, today on this particular topic. I will go and put a template of a meal planner, an example of how I plan out my food for the week. So you can go in there and have a look at how I plan around eating so many meals and planning it for the family. Um, And I will put that onto the website show notes. Alrighty, guys, I think that's enough from me. If you want to share the love, give some feedback or ask any questions, please head over to my Facebook page, The MILF Podcast. Thanks for listening. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to the MILF Podcast for moms intent on living fit and fabulous. Would you like to share your journey on getting your sexy back? Getting your sexy back? Then head on over to the website for full access to show notes, resources, and links to the Facebook group. Get connected. So you too can join the conversation and network with others on the same journey as you. Stay motivated. All wanting to live a fit and fabulous lifestyle. You can find all that and more by visiting the MILF Podcast. Dot com. That's M-I-L-F-F podcast.com.com. Dot com. Dot com.